0: If you believe there's an area of your life in which you cannot change, then you're not going to put any effort into it. If you're in recovery, just that alone says something about your belief in your ability to change. You wouldn't be in recovery if you didn't think change was possible. Hi, I'm Barb Nangle. I want to welcome you to my podcast, Fragmented to Whole, Life Lessons from 12 Step Recovery, where I help people heal their emotional, psychological, and spiritual wounds and make deep, lasting changes in their lives. I'm the founder and CEO of Higher Power Coaching and Consulting, LLC, where I coach people on how to develop healthy boundaries. On this podcast, I share my experience, strength, and hope from recovery. I don't support or endorse any particular 12-step recovery fellowship, and I don't claim to speak for any particular 12-step fellowship. I also don't believe that 12-step recovery is the only way to recover. You might need additional help. My hope is that you'll find my words concretely helpful in improving your life, whether you're in recovery or not. This is episode 178 How Fixed Versus Growth Mindset Affects People in Recovery. The difference between fixed mindset and growth mindset is that if you have a fixed mindset, it means you think you are the way you are and there's no possibility of changing. Your personality and abilities are fixed. But if you have a growth mindset, you believe that change is possible. You believe your intelligence can grow and you believe you have the ability to change your long-standing behaviors. Let me say a little bit more about each of these mindsets before I relate it to recovery. The idea of having a fixed mindset or growth mindset came from a woman named Dr. Carol Dweck about 30 years ago. She and her colleagues became interested in students' attitudes about failure. They noticed that when some students fail, they react very differently than others. Some of them were absolutely devastated by the smallest setbacks, where others of them just took it in stride. Eventually, through her studies, Dr. Dweck coined the terms fixed mindset and growth mindset to describe the underlying beliefs people have about learning and intelligence. And what they found was that when students believe they can get smarter, they understand that effort makes them stronger, which means they put in extra time and effort, which of course leads to higher achievement. The way this relates to recovery is if you believe there's an area of your life in which you cannot change, then you're not going to put any effort into it. If you're in recovery, just that alone says something about your belief in your ability to change. You wouldn't be in recovery if you didn't think change was possible. However, I have seen time and time again where people in recovery decide that they can't change in certain areas. There's no hope or possibility of them changing certain things. For example, someone might say, I'm horrible at finances. I'll never be able to manage my finances. I'm just bad at managing money. Or I'm terrible at relationships. I'll never be good at relationships. As if these are not teachable skills. And if that's what you think, then you're never going to put in the kind of effort that is required to make real lasting changes, especially not when it comes to very deep seated and long standing patterns like your relationship patterns or your financial habits. Well, guess what? We have recovery programs for relationships and we have recovery programs for finances. So it's clear that those behaviors can change. Now, the reason change is possible for humans, no matter how long-standing the behavior pattern has been there, is because of neuroplasticity. For those of you not familiar with the term, it means the human brain has the ability to modify and adapt, and it can do that in two different ways. One is that the structures of the brain can change that is new neuropathways can be formed and the other is that the functions of the brain can change that is what happens along those pathways now of course this is a layperson's description so i don't want any of you brain scientists out there shouting at me online about this these changes result from our life experiences these new structures and functions allow us to develop new thought patterns I remember the first few times in recovery when I started having new thoughts crop up. I was like, oh my God, where did that come from? I have never thought thoughts like that before. This is new. And I realized, oh, I have new pathways. My patterns of thinking have changed. Now, this matters for us in recovery because the research that Dweck did shows that if people believe their brain can grow, they behave differently when they have a setback than people who don't believe their brain can change. So, her team came up with research interventions to help people change from the fixed mindset to the growth mindset. If there's a certain area of your life in which you believe you just cannot change, you might want to read Dweck's book to learn more about how you can move. From a fixed mindset to a growth mindset, because change is possible. I am living proof. I have changed my life in so many areas. I have changed my body physically radically. I have changed financially, emotionally, psychologically, professionally, spiritually, as well as changed my beliefs about what's possible for me and other people in the world. A huge part of recovery is coming to understand that we have certain underlying beliefs or subconscious scripts about the nature of reality, about ourselves, about other people, the world, and about what kind of change is possible. Then learning that many of those beliefs and unconscious scripts are bullshit and that those beliefs were making our lives unmanageable. And then we go about the business of changing those beliefs. Like maybe we might come to believe, I can learn to forgive, though I will never forget. Or maybe that forgiveness doesn't mean what happened was okay. It just means I stopped dragging that shit around with me and trying to punish the other person. Now, that's just one tiny example of a kind of change one might make. So as you can see, a growth mindset is imperative if you want to improve your life. The thing is, you can have a growth mindset in certain areas, but a fixed mindset in other areas. And the trick is to be able to see where your mindset is fixed and transform that into a growth mindset. If you want to learn more about fixed versus growth mindset, Dr. Druck wrote the book Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. It focuses primarily on the effects of mindset on students in schools, but it will still be helpful for those in recovery. I'll put a link to her book in the show notes if you want to read in depth about that. If you're ready to finally have an enjoyable, relaxing summer doing things you really want to do, instead of always following other people's agendas, I have some openings for private clients right now. If you are really tired of saying yes to things you really don't want to do and being overly accommodating to others, this is for you. It's time to start accommodating yourself. Maybe you're dissatisfied with your relationships and overwhelmed with all kinds of difficult feelings because of your interactions with others. If you'd like to get your life in order before the summer hits, go to barbchat.net and sign up for a free 30-minute call with me about my private coaching so we can get started right away. That way, you'll be done by summer. This is for people who are finally ready to make deep, lasting changes in their relationship patterns, including their relationships with themselves, their partners, family, friends, and colleagues. Go to barbchat.net. If you like this podcast, and I'm guessing you did or you wouldn't still be listening, then you're going to love the other things I have to offer. If you'd love pre-release podcast scripts and episodes before anyone else gets them, or if you'd love access to content from my private vault that I developed exclusively for my private clients, which is like having a work session with me without me actually being there, go to patreon.com slash There are three tiers ranging from as low as $4 up to $24 a month. You'll also love my weekly newsletter, Friday Fragments, which has content very similar to the podcast. You can check it out at FridayFragments.news. That's FridayFragments.news. Please like and subscribe to my podcast on your favorite podcast outlet. I'd also love it if you'd leave a review, which you can do either in the show notes or on Apple Podcasts. It really helps other people find my podcast so they can get the benefits you've gotten from listening. If someone came to mind when you listen to this particular episode, please share it with them. And my favorite place to hang out on social media is Instagram. I'm at Higher Coaching. Please DM me there. I'd love to hear what you got from this episode. I run group and private coaching programs on building healthy boundaries. Whether you need help, with boundaries in your personal, professional, or romantic life, I can help. Head on over to barbchat.net where you can hop onto my calendar for a free 30-minute Better Boundaries consultation. My ideal client is someone who is ripe for change. If that's you, I would love to work with you. My goal with all my work is to help you make lasting changes in your life like I've made deep lasting changes in my life. Remember, it's never too late to recover. No one is beyond hope and healing is possible. Thanks for listening.